Join with me for the next few minutes while I share with you a series of thumbnail truths that the Lord has laid in my heart to leave with you in these strange and difficult times. Good afternoon, listeners. I would like to share with you today from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 63, verse 8 and 9. For he said, Surely they are my people, children that will not lie. So he was their saviour. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bare them, and carried them all the days of old. From these words today, I want to share with you three very important things. I want you to think of the Saviour's person. The Bible says, so he was their Saviour. This is a reference, I believe, to our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the Bible says, I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Saviour. There's only one very precious Saviour of sinners, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, we read in the Scriptures, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Remember, the Lord Jesus was not just a good man, not just a great man, not just a gracious man, but he was in essence the God-man. The Bible tells us great as the mystery of godliness, God was manifest in the flesh. So when you think of the word saviour, I want you to think of his person, the God-man. And remember what he came to do. The Bible tells us, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. You see, it's not the church that saves. Some time ago I was asked, which church saves? And the answer is none. Neither the Roman Catholic Church nor the Protestant Church. The Roman Catholic Church tells us that there's no salvation outside the Roman Catholic Church. That's a lie. That's not according to the teaching of the Bible. You see, salvation is not in rules and regulations. It's not in creeds and ceremonies in the church. It's not about being religious and behaving righteously. See, salvation is in Jesus Christ alone. You think of those lovely words. That's one of my favourite hymns, modern hymns. In Christ alone. See, the Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation is in Christ alone. It's by the grace of God alone, through faith in him. I want you to think today not only of his person, but I want you to think of his provision. What did he do for us? This lovely text of scripture, especially in Isaiah 63 verse 9, teaches us five things. He was substituted for us. It says, in all their affliction, he was afflicted. What did the Lord Jesus do in the cross? 
He took our place. He substituted himself. It's not what a substitute is, taking the place of another. The Lord Jesus took our place on the cross. He died the death that we should have died. He bore the judgment of God for us. He bore the wrath of God for us. He was sentenced to death in the way that we were sentenced to death, all because of his gracious love, even toward us as sinners. He was substituted for them. But he was not only substituted for them, but he he was sacrificed for them. It says, in his love and pity, he redeemed them. Does not bring us to Calvary, the place of the shed blood. See, remember we read in the scriptures, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. I want you to think of the Lord Jesus on the cross, not only substituting himself for sinners, but sacrificing himself even unto death. I want you to ponder the words of John the Baptist, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. You see, the Lord Jesus was the the final sacrifice, the the final revelation of the Lamb of God. He is the, the true Lamb of God. It was Abraham that said the Lord will provide himself a lamb. And that's exactly what the Lord Jesus did. He came as the Lamb of God into the world to offer himself a once and for all sacrifice for sins. And on the cross he bought us by the precious blood. By his power he seeks us out as a seeking shepherd seeks for lost sheep. And he teaches us about himself on life's journey. That's what it means to be redeemed. It means to, to be bought with the precious blood so that we can belong to him. I want you to think also not only of the fact that he substituted himself and sacrificed himself, but let me tell you something else. He saved them. It says, and the angel of his presence, he saved them. What a wonderful thing it is to be saved. It's a grand thing to be a Christian. It's the greatest privilege in the world. It's the most wonderfulest joy to know that you belong to the Lord. What does the word saved mean? What are we saved from? We're saved from sin's penalty, which is eternal death. We're saved from sin's power. He breaks the power of cancelled sin and sets the prisoner free. He doesn't save you in your sin. He saves you from them. And I want to tell you something else. He saves us from sin's pleasure. He takes the love of sinning out of our hearts. We, We hate and mourn our sin. And I want to tell you, one day he'll save us from sin's presence by bringing us to heaven. He not only saved them, but he also shouldered them. It says in our text, and he bare them. And one of the most loveliest stories in the Bible is the story of the lost sheep and how the shepherd, when he found it, placed it on his shoulders and carried it home rejoicing and said to his friends, Rejoice with me, for I have found the sheep that was lost. Isn't it a wonderful thing to know that the Lord Jesus bears with us? He's the great burden bearer. He tells us, Cast thy burden on the Lord. He gives us the promise, and he shall sustain thee. He not only shoulders us, but he sustains us, it says in our text. And he carried them all the days of old. A lovely story is told in that thought about the footprints in the sand. You think of two in a journey. They're walking in agreement and unison. And part of the way, whenever one of them looks back, they only see one set of footprints. And the child of God then says to the Lord of glory, Lord, why did you leave me? I was weak, I was exhausted, I I hadn't strength, and you left me. And then the Lord turns around and says, I didn't leave you, child, I was carrying you. That's exactly what the Lord does. Maybe you're today full of weakness, you're exhausted, 
You're without strength. You think, I can't go on. Is there one who can help me? One who can bear with me? The answer's yes. As I watch people walking up and down the Killing Your Road this past number of days, I see a number of fathers carrying little children in their arms. And I was thinking of the Saviour, how he carries us on life's journey because we're too exhausted and too weak to go on, even with the heat of the day. That's what the Lord Jesus does for us. He was substituted for us. He sacrificed himself for us. He saved us. He shoulders us and he sustains us by his mighty power. That's the Saviour's provision. Can I tell you one final thing? Think about the Saviour's proclamation. It's a grand thing to be able to testify um, that you belong to the Lord. Uh, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's a wonderful thing to be a Christian, to say that you belong to Christ. But that's not what the text in verse 8 is saying. It's the Saviour talking about my people. He says, my children will not lie. And it's one thing to be able to say, dear Saviour, thou art mine. But to have the Saviour himself, the Lord of glory, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, to come to us and say to us, you belong to me. You are mine. I have redeemed you. And, and I am with you on life's journey. To me, that's one of the greatest, most comforting truths and wonderful blessings of all time. I wonder today, can the Saviour make that proclamation of you? Can he say, you belong to me? You're mine. You're one of my people. You're one of my children. Is that true? Have you a testimony? Can you think of what he says by his testimony concerning you? I leave this little thumbnail truth with you today. The Saviour's person. The Saviour's provision. The Saviour's proclamation. The Lord bless you. And thanks again for listening.